Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are listening to this, this is the Aggregate School Podcast with myself, Ayat. Uh, and as always, my co-host, my boy, my brother, my friend, my OG, Elijah, how you doing, sir? Oh, thank you, man. Do you know, every time you like big each other with a welcome, I'm like, man, so I start crying, like, <laughs> the still, but yeah, thanks, man. Just excited to to get into it, man. I, I feel like every episode that comes now, as you draw close to the big five zero, I'm just like, yo, like, this is exciting stuff. So, yeah, ready to talk about it, have a little bit of a moan, hopefully, like, inspire some people to, like, you know, listen to the pod and, yeah, man, let's get into it. Yeah, yeah, definitely, for sure, for sure. We didn't keep it too long this time. We obviously came back, or we only gave, gave like, a slight week break, but we're back again. Yeah, yeah, uh, true. We have an episode. Um, but a lot has obviously happened since we last spoke, obviously, Part back um, Premier League stuff, basketball stuff american football stuff so lots lots to talk about today but we're gonna kick it off with the american football as i said love it so in the nfl uh the big thing that happened recently was the trade uh christian mccaffrey was traded to the Ooh. 49er the big one Come on now. so um 49ers and the panthers uh, did a trade obviously the panthers are not having the best start of the season i think their record is if i'm not mistaken it's two and five so they're not doing too well. Um, so they need to, they need a refresh. Um, obviously, McCaffrey's been there. He's the bright spark on the whole team. Um, their QB situation's been terrible. Baker Mayfield's not it. Sam Darnold's injured. Um, so they have to they had to they had to do like a fresh restart basically. So they decided to trade away their best player, which to most teams would make no sense. Um, but for them, it kind of worked. Last week they won against the Bucks. Um, but we'll discuss the trade for now. The trade in particular, they traded them to the Forty ers for yeah. a. Second pick in the 2023 draft next year, a third round pick, a fourth round pick, oh, I think two fourth round picks, um, and then mm-hmm. a 2024 fifth round pick. So that's quite a big haul for Christian McCaffrey, who's obviously their best player. Um, so my question to you, obviously, to start it off with is, like, what do you think the impact will be of this trade? Like, it's a big one. I mean, to be fair, each side could say it's a win-win. And what I mean by that is, if we're looking through his contract and his injury history as well, you probably say, okay, um, the Panthers did the right thing because um, in terms of his injuries, he has been injured quite a lot over the last like mm-hmm. couple of seasons. However, he's just a crazy threat to have. But looking at the research, you know, you know I love a little bit of research. I love a little bit of stats. Like um, He's on a four-year deal, which is 64.1 million. That runs to 2025. But, in this 2022, his base salary okay. is just one million, and he's only one million in injury guarantees if he's released before next season. So, for me, it, it's it's sort of like the it's sort of crazy because the 49ers are looking, we're looking for something like that, and the reason why they had to give a lot of the stuff, I still feel they had to pay what they had to pay because they got in a bit of a bidding yeah. match with the Rams. And the Rams were looking for another running back as well. The, the problem is, for me, is that it's just the injuries. But, I mean, he, as a dual threat, he averages 4.6 yards per carry and 8.4 yards per reception. I think he's the first, one of like, not first, but I think he reported in one of the previous seasons, he had 1,000 rushing yards, 1,000 um, receiving yards. That's absolutely crazy for a running back. We're, we're talking... Sir Henry mm. kind of stats, do you know what I'm saying? He's when he's on top, he's elite level, but when he's not, it's not what it is. But I think 
it's great because the 49ers get another weapon. Um, their coach, obviously, Kyle Shanahan, he'll be happy because that's another little little plaything to go with, creates a bit more freedom in the backyard and stuff. And I mean, that their rushing attack did need a boost still. My only problem is that, man, is he going to turn out like some of the other running backs they got? Is he going to go down as well? Because if he does, <laughs> it's looking like the Panthers got the better deal. But the problem with the Panthers is, like, um, McCaff- yeah. is it McCaffrey? Yeah. McCaffrey, that's his name, yeah. He was the face of the offense. He was the face of the franchise pretty much, man. He did his thing, and I feel like whoever's, I mean, look at Baker, Baker Mayfield, whoever's there, like, going to be throwing that ball, man. <laughs> all the pressure all goes down to them, man. Because, <laughs> boy, they're going to have to do a lot more, <laughs> a lot, lot more. So, personally, for me, it's, it's, it's very much 50-50. Very much 50-50. Yeah. Um, we always say on this pod, it's about time will tell. I feel like maybe the Panthers might have got the slightly better deal because um, it would suggest that he probably will get injured again and probably for yeah. a huge amount of time. But I think like the Panthers they had to collect those picks, man. They had to they had to get those picks, and you know, hopefully that will help yeah. them in the future. But yeah, man, they've broke it up now. Like in terms of that piece that they had, they they got rid, man. I mean, what are you? What was your takings anyway? Who do you who do you think ultimately? Do you think he's winning the trade? Do you think it's good for him? Is it good that he goes to the forty nine? I think it's an interesting or... one. Like I think um I'm I'm on on a similar side to you. I reckon like both sides kinda of did well to get what they got. Um from a forty nine perspective, obviously they've now got one of the best running backs in the league. Um this is a team that already already had a really good defence. Um unfortunately their their like starting quarterback went down early, but they've got Jimmy Garoppolo who's a capable quarterback. Um They've got a good run, yeah. um, you know, receiving game with Debo and Brandon Ayuk and those guys. And they had, as you mentioned, obviously like wide running backs who like kept getting injured. Even this season, their starter I think yeah. got injured as well. Jeff, uh, not Jeff Wilson. Jeff Wilson's the one that's currently playing, but another Elijah Mitchell was, uh, went down um, first. Yeah, first that's it, Elijah season, Mitchell. Yeah, um, with an MCL sprain. So like, yeah, they've they've struggled for fitness, and it's just quite funny that, as you mentioned, that they they obviously brought in a, a running back, but who's also very injury prone, like. Myself, as a fantasy football player who has who's had Christian McCaffrey two of the last three seasons, he'll he'll be injured for a while. Mm, you won't have mm. him. Then he comes into your team and he'll give you yeah. points. Um, and yeah, this year yeah, it he was like do. he he was getting the yardage but not getting the touchdowns. Really, this year. Um, so so from like a from like a fantasy fantasy football perspective, it's quite interesting to see what he does in the 49ers because, I guess, offensively now he now kind of shares the the load a little bit more. Um, with the with the Panthers, it was just him. Mm-hmm. He got all the all the reps, like all the all the receiving yards, all the no, I mean all the rushing yards, um, and a bit of receiving yards. But with this, this team, he yeah. the load with Jeff Wilson. So that would be shit. interesting. I guess it might yeah, actually. Yeah, course, it, yeah. You'd hope it kind of maybe hinders the risk of injury injury a little bit more because he's now sharing it. Hopefully, yeah. yeah of course, just, so you kind of hope that's out. the case for him. But I mean, as a player, obviously, this is a good opportunity for him. He goes to set back to um. You know, San Francisco is a place where he's familiar, obviously, with the the backroom stuff a little bit. Where his dad was was once a wide receiver, um, and I think I think it's just it's just a good situation for him as a player because now it's a team that potentially is now in win now mode. I guess this year, especially now with with the pieces they've yeah. got, um, so they, they'll they'll think they're yeah. they're now like in a position now to go all the way. Um, so for him, it's quite good, and for the Panthers, obviously, now they've they've stockpiled picks. Um, this is a team that don't have a quarterback they believe in. Um, the defense is is decent. But they need to they need to revamp that whole offense, so now they can do that with the draft picks they've got. Um, yeah, 
Yeah, they, they didn't give up yeah, any first, which is quite good, but they gave up the kind of the, the equivalents of firsts, which that's is quite good. interesting. Yes. So um, yes, yeah, I think both true. both sides did well, and I think was we'll, as we, as we always say on this on the pod, man, time will tell. But um, it's an interesting move because obviously, like now, this team is this this Forty Nine ers team is is stacked, and they're in an interesting division where like they have to you know win as many games as possible to try and come out of that division. So. I want to see what his impact will be. Obviously, he played last week. Um, played a few reps. Didn't get didn't get in too much. But obviously, because he was like just newly came to the team, I think he had like one training session. Just newly, yeah. Um, this week, this week, I guess, will be the big test. Um, I think because I think they're playing the Rams this week, right? Am I wrong? Mm-hmm. I think let me check. Oh, wait, let's uh, check. Yeah, Forty Nine ers versus the Rams this week. So it's a big, big game. Huge game this week. Ooh, that's um, a big so game. That'll be interesting yeah. to see what. Yeah, exactly. very tasty the, what the outcome is and how effective he is in this in this new position. Um, but yeah, man, um, interesting move that, that topped off that started the week off, um, and we had other games in week seven as well. So just to quickly discuss some of those, uh, some big ones. Let's talk about you guys, man. The Packers. What happened, <laughs> bro, bro, bro? It is, it's, it's, it's too painful these days now, man. If I just be honest with you, it's. I after the game was done, I was like, man, uh, I mean, the playoffs. That's that's <laughs> that's a big thing to be talking about now. Although, like, um, although Rogers was like, nah, telling everyone mm. to relax, and like, um, like, yeah, like he still believes that we can do it, but like he says, man, he just doesn't believe in some of these receivers. Not even he doesn't. Believe in some of these, he doesn't believe yeah, in any. He just doesn't trust them yet, right? Like Devontae, he doesn't. And the thing is, he has the license to some of the drops we had in that game against the Commanders. And again, this is a team that we should be comfortably beating. We were up fourteen three, and somehow, like we no, we didn't score any points in the third. They had ten in the third. We 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 tried with a final play at the end. Like, I don't even want to say credit to them because it was just poor things that we're doing, penalties mm. that we're giving away. Like um, our star cornerback, um, gosh, I forgot this guy's name. He just got paid a bucket load. He just got he got smoked by their um, he got smoked by their uh, wide receiver. I think it was was it uh, McCall? Oh uh, yeah, Terry McCullough. McCullough. Yeah. Oh jeez, like it was just like um, I need to find out the name of our our cornerback still. But like it was, it was just painful, and now to see that they had obviously, um, was it uh, Hineke yeah. who came in, did his thing still? It, oh jeez, just you can just hear it in my voice, man. It's just each week on week is getting sad. Like last week, um, uh, Rogers were talking about keeping stuff simple, you know. Like this week, I just everything about it was ugly, ugly. Special teams ugly. That defense, my lord, horrible. Mm. Offense is in bits. So I mean, now you you now start thinking about that contract that was made to uh to uh, Aaron Rodgers. You're saying, yo, and and Rodgers hasn't even he's been not good been enough. the best. Yeah, he's no been, he's been uh, and he's even I've even heard rumors that he's he's twirling, He's like threatening the idea of, of retirement again for some reason. Like. Actually, and I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, the the issue now is like, how do you save the season? Because if you look at the 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 games that we had, we had two New York teams which were expected to beat, lost to both, lost to this commander side. The start of this season has been kind of terrible, 
and I think it it has been an issue because um we needed we needed mm-hmm. a number one and we didn't kind of push it. I mean, there was like we were saying before, there were a lot of wide receivers there. But I think to be honest, the Green Bay before November the first, and I know we'll get into it with the trade deadline, they've got to go and get someone. They got now are you gonna be able to part with um with what you think you need to pay? Probably not. You might have to overpay. And I don't know if the Green Bay office of our front offices, they don't usually do mm-hmm. stuff like that. They don't, the only one that I can think that they might try to is Odell Beckham. But is Odell Beckham going to want to go to a team that's in the playoffs? Probably not. But however, let, let me be honest with you and say, look, us even getting the number one seed didn't really work out last time. So... By hook or by crook, we need to somehow make the playoffs. I can't see that because our next fixture is against the Bills. Look like we could probably get trounced. We've got another, we've got the Titans, we've got the Falcons as well. Like, we've got some very, very hard games. Like, I'm not saying you tank now, but I'm just saying it's painful because if Rodgers goes out like this, he's won one Super mm-hmm. Bowl. So, it, it, our front, our, they have to be held accountable, if I'm being honest. Because if you look at uh, Brady, he got every kind of weapon he wanted. He got every kind of weapon he wanted, and he was successful. Like Rogers, like you, like it's like the Green Bay. They're trying to get you know to make peanuts become gold. Yeah. Or something. I mean, cause that's that's what you've that's what you've always out. done in the past, isn't it? You guys have always done that. Like traditionally, you've you brought yeah. in guys who are not necessarily like superstars, always... but Rogers has made them, you know, worthwhile. Yeah, and it's always been a thing of our. Oh, um, Oh, you know, go, how can I say, like, do it for the trade, do it for the... It's not working out. Because in the trade, we're not looking to be um, aggressive when it comes to the offense. We're waiting to get defensive players and Mm -hmm. stuff. Like, we're tired of that, man. Tired of that. There was a lot of, like, top talent this year. Definitely, there was a lot spread more. So, I understand why they did what they did. But sometimes, you've got to be aggressive. And we're paying the price for that. For me, like, what did I think we should have done then is is like with those two first round picks that we had, that we had Devante and stuff, go out and see what you can get with that. You know what I'm saying? And and try and force someone's hand. There's some top top you know top wide receivers. I see Lockett from the Seahawks. I think yo, put a little package mm. in there, see what you can try and do because we lost our main guy, and we were expecting like this wasn't going to happen. I mean, you could even tell me that for free. Look at the receivers, Lazard. Come yeah, on, man. man. Lazard not really come doing on, what he's supposed man. to do. Rory Dobbs dropping, dropping passes. What are you doing the dropping passes. It's it's you start to become like uh, like it's a broken record, broken record, broken record every week, and it's the same problem. Yeah. Like the like offensive line, which was used to be a beautiful thing, is now trash because Booker Terry, he's, he's 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 struggling to come back. He's there, but mm-hmm. he's not fully there. You know. So, I mean, yeah, that's my take on it. I think what really, like, before the trade deadline, I'd say be aggressive, man. I'd say, I don't, I don't know what, there's, there's some wide receivers out there. You know, I've, I've had some people that, you know, I've had on my list. Like, if we were somehow going to get the um, get in the playoffs, I don't know, by some miracle, OBJ. But look, maybe Jarvis Landry, you know, maybe um, DJ Moore. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, maybe... Maybe uh, Claypool, Chase Claypool. He's a big you know one. Yeah, he could like, be available because obviously he's he's fallen out of favor a little bit with that that Pittsburgh team. 
Um, and if he's available, yeah. I think he's a guy you kind of have to try and snap up. That was that was obviously like one of the questions we asked like, a bit later on. But yeah, definitely with those tr- with the trade deadline. Oh yeah, like, those are pl- kind of players you need to target because I think the defense Gosh. still isn't terrible. As you, obviously you mentioned, um, is, it, is it Jared Alexander that had like a bunch of like mistakes? Yeah, ju- nah, bro. I have to stop you there. I know what you're saying. Like, maybe I'm like getting it all out <laughs> of my heart, but bro, the t- the defense has been trash, bro. <laughs> and the, the crazy thing is, is like these are some yeah. pro ball players. They should be trash. So it's it's either two things. Either it's the, it's the players mm. or it's the system. And the system, the, the special teams, Lord yeah. God, I think they might have to try and employ two or three people for that because it's just floppaging. And that defence is sad because it was like, it was maybe like hyped up as being maybe One top five in the ones, league. Yeah. What a, this, I'm scratching my head, but yeah, man, sorry. You asked me a question, I jumped in there. It's the pain, man. It's the pain still, I get, I get, still, it, I get it completely, man. Like, obviously, my team has been struggling a little bit to start off the season, but we, we got a win last week um, against the Texans, yeah. um, but a team that we should be beating anyway, but it was good to get was good to get another win. Obviously, we started... With the Raiders, it's been a tough season, obviously, because we've been, we've been in games quite close, um, but we lose these games last. That's true. Like, at, the, at the end of the game. Yeah, yeah, this one was quite good to get out of the way a bit early uh, and go to a convincing win. Thirty eight, thirty eight to twenty was quite convincing. Um, but we'll, we'll talk about some of the other games, and then we'll and then we'll keep it pushing with your with your Packers in a second. But some of the other games from this week, um, we obviously saw uh, the 49ers that we talked about a bit earlier against the Chiefs. Um, you got whacked yeah, off with them guys in the second half. Good I think God. I watched that game. I caught the first half. It was kind of like neck and neck. It was it was close and like there was momentum was shifting both sides, um, but then that second half, man, the yeah. Chiefs just took over and they just did what they're supposed to do, um, and then they just destroyed those boys. Patrick Mahomes is such an interesting player, obviously with his their offense. They we thought they might struggle after after losing Tyreek Hill, um, but they really just decided any on any given week it could be anybody that turns up for that team. Anybody could do a thing. Any anyone exactly. can explain. This week it was I think with those um those those two rushing touchdowns, it was quite quite big for them. Um, Seahawks beating the Chargers was a big one. Um, obviously, the Seahawks are a team that no one really expected much from going into this season. Uh, but Juno, Juno Smith has surprised yeah. everyone. He's he's truly a starting she quarterback indeed, now in this league. Um, and the Chargers are a bit a bit a bit disappointing. Um, and they lost that game. They have been yeah. Free. Um, and then uh, yeah. didn't yeah. like that. Then the last obviously the last game from this week was the uh, the Patriots against the Bears. Um, Justin Fields came up big time <laughs> for them. Uh, for the Bears in that game, they came up with a win, thirty three to fourteen. I think Phil had like a rushing touchdown and a passing touchdown, so it's quite big for him. Um, yeah, but yeah, interesting, yeah. interesting couple of games. Obviously, we um, have another one more London game coming up this week. Um, I think it is the Ooh. Denver Broncos versus the Jacksonville. The, um, Denver Broncos, yeah. Oh Lord, God. Yeah, so, like your yeah. your thoughts on that game? Obviously, we were we're seeing Russell Wilson having his slight decline this year, um, whereas the Jacksonville Jaguars are kind of team on the up and up. A team that regularly play in England as well, so like they they probably have a bunch of fans in the stadium. How do you think the game? How do you think the game's going to go? Mm-hmm. I mean, they're both two and five, isn't it? It's just, <laughs> but it's not looking good. I'm sitting, it's looking a bit peak in that. As for the Broncos, Lord man, Russell, I like it, man. He seems like he's a good guy, but I just don't know where the play is gone. Mm. Really, um, I'm giving it to the Jags, man. I'm giving it to the Jags. I, I don't know. What I've seen this season is confusing. For someone who had tips could really be the dark... You know, we, we kind of tipped them up. I think I even lifted my hand up there to say, you know, slight dark horses, they might be able yeah, to do a Yeah, because they got good defence. We thought they'd be adding like a really good offence with, with Russell Wilson, the pieces they have. They had a good running game. Obviously, Javante Williams is now injured for the year. 
Um, but the, the thought process yeah, going into the season was that they could be a dark horse like title contender. But now, just like, Lord, that's what it is. Like, let's be honest, this league is about quarterbacks, man. If your quarterback is playing bad, that's unless, unless like you got like a running back that's sick upon sick. Even even you know, Sir Henry, he's had some mm-hmm. issues there. The Titans when the quarterback wasn't completely right, that position wasn't completely right. But man, if it's not. Yeah, man, that thing just hits, it hits, and and I'm just giving it to the Jaguars. I feel like they've had the experience. You know, they play in London yeah. regularly. That's also going to be. A I factor. think it is, yeah. So it could be neck and neck, to be honest. It could be neck and neck, but um, I think I think they'll pull through, really, to be honest. And I mean, then two and sixes. That's that's pretty yeah. bad. Jag- Jaguars yeah. are a bit like Liverpool this year. Yeah. Like you never know which team is going to show up. Like um, not not in the sense that like, they're not the same in terms of quality wise, but. In terms of you just know on the day, on any day, Liverpool can turn up and be a good team. Like we like we are today right now, we're winning 2 0 against Ajax. Um but like on any given day we could lose a game like we did on the weekend. We'll talk we'll talk about it a bit Bad. later. Um but the Jags, same way. They can any game they can turn up offensively. They made a big trade as well, actually. I think they traded James Robinson away. Um they're running back, so yeah, they're they freeing yeah. up some space now for Travis Travis Etienne to be the starting running back there. Um so that's going to be interesting for them. But yeah, they could turn up and just be a good offence that day and you never know. And as we said, obviously London is a place they're used to playing in. It kind of feels a bit like a home game for them because they play in London almost every year. Well, yeah, um, every year, yeah. So, so that would be, be interesting. I've actually heard a rumour that apparently the NFL is trying to like, they're looking into like some have yeah, a like, back team, in yeah. like European expansion and maybe have a London team. Um, and the Jags could be, could be that team that get, ends up getting moved over to London. Um, which, which could be quite interesting oh. if that happens in the future. That could be quite... I wasn't even gonna lie about mm. that still. Because obviously the talk is that they obviously they've they've had this stadium, the London the um the Tottenham Stadium that they have, um, that they they partly funded actually, and there's like a whole retractable field and stuff, so there's the space for it. Um I guess the question now is just is there the market for it in terms of fans and stuff, um, to chuck to like sustain the whole team. Because in America, like the sports is it's just completely different in it. Like when you think about tailgating and oh my gosh, are we throwing them up? Yeah. Um <laughs> yeah. Very, very happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Got to take every victory guts that to, comes. So. <laughs> um, and yeah, like obviously with America, the whole thing with like tailgating and, and just like the halftime shows and stuff like that, just things we don't have in with the Premier League just yet. Um, so I wonder if it's if it's sustainable in, to have like a European team, but we'll see what the future holds for that one. Um, yeah, that could be Some other games for this week. Um, a big one, obviously, as we mentioned, 49ers versus the Rams. Um, that's quite a huge game, obviously, with implications in that particular division. Um, and as we mentioned, obviously the Rams are a team who you know won it last year. Um, champions, so the the reigning champions. Um, they come into this game off the like you know not a, a good run of games from Matthew Stafford in particular. Um, their team's not really clicking the same way it was, but they've still got the pieces yeah, and they've still tough. got some superstars on offense and on defense. Um, and the Rams equally. Yeah, I mean, have some guys. I mean, it's a it's a t- it's a it's a tough one, really. They they. I'll probably be putting it on them. They should really be seeing mm. out. Uh, they should really be seeing out the game. You never know. The 49ers, they can be a tricky bunch as That's well. It, yeah. They got mean defense as well. Do you know what I'm saying? And the Rams is one is no slouch. So, I mean, I don't think they'll be slugging it out per se. But, um, yeah, do you know what? I mean, the Rams, if they were to take a hit like that, it's strange though. You always think that, you know, after Super Bowl, you're there. You can go again, but it's very hard to go back to back. Honestly, it's, it's one of the hardest things to, to do one. to win back to back. So it's, it's, that's why the Patriots are obviously seen as such a 
such a yeah, trick. Like, the fact they were able to do it so many times consecutively was quite scary. Yeah, yeah I'm with you. I think it'll be quite a low-scoring game. Defenses are quite quite good on both sides, so we'll see what happens with that one. Uh, the Eagles versus the Steelers. Obviously, the Eagles are the only undefeated team um, so far. Do you reckon they'll keep okay. on that undefeated oh. run? 100% man this Steelers team stinks man so <laughs> has to be said <laughs> they're, trying to, they're trying to do a Packers as well it's, look they, they changed the quarterback it's just like you know they had a, they had a young guy trying to sling something yeah man let's <laughs> let's go this way yeah. you know what I'm not trying to be harsh because the Falcons they used to be that team in it I was like ugh like I'm trying to go for them but <laughs> just they're looking elite boy no, <laughs> it, that's what's so funny about um about American football is that man one season you can be trash then the next season man you can look extreme like that Eagles team wow. that's it yeah, yeah same, same thing with the Giants obviously the Giants are playing the Seahawks this week oh, the Giants a team that no one obviously we used to we so many times in this podcast we've laughed at New York football both the Giants and the Jets honestly we talked we talk about but, how trash they are but both teams are kind of performing this year oh, they have, they've slapped it back in our faces and said yo you guys from the aggregate score, we ain't taking exactly. that crap. <laughs> the, the Jets are five two. The Giants are six, six one. one. Oh my! Come on. Yeah. You're looking at like the record. That's the records that like, the Buccaneers or the Packers should have. That's it. Yeah. I, like, you, both... I, I, I mean, my next question to you actually, like, do you think there's a bit of an hour of a yeah. regression for the for the number twelve as a quarterback, like for Tom Brady and for Rodgers? Is this are we starting to see the beginning of the end for the for that reign of? Obviously, you know how we had like. Mm. The best quarterbacks for a long time was Brady and and, and Rogers. Always one A, one two, one A, one A, one B. That was it for a long time. Well, yep, yep. Now I think the one A, one B is Mahomes and and Allen. I'd say Josh Allen <laughs> and Allen. Yeah, so yeah. Do you think yeah. do you think we've got now, now the new era of like top quarterbacks? Do you know what? Potentially, I'm I'm gonna say no. The reason I'm gonna say is they're, they're, like we said um, two weeks ago, we had a week off. Um, is that there's still a lot of the season to be played mm. and it's quite crazy because you could be six games out from the end of the season, play those six games amazingly and put put yourself back in a great position because it's all about how you're playing coming into the playoffs. Yeah. You could be very dangerous and I feel like we can't write off both teams because um, they, they've got wealth of experience. The only thing is that when you're watching both of them, they look pretty, they look pretty awful. And it's weird because they're missing a lot of throws. But do, do you know what? I, I I can't count them out, to be honest. I hear that. I feel like it, it might not be the, the beginning, but could be them approaching the cliff. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? They talk about it in basketball. Like, you're getting close. Like, father times undefeated, which is true. Yeah. But um, you you got to surround people. I think both of them, they're in situations which they can get out of. However, the torch may be... The torch may be in transfer this season. I hear that. But you look at Mahomes and you think, wow. And you look at Allen and you think, man, he's come up leaps and bounds. And the Bills, they tried to work on that defence as well. They thought, yo, our offence looks quite fiery. Let's shore up that defence as well. So, yeah, man, it could be a changing over. Could potentially be, but I wouldn't write off the, the old guns. Just it, yet. it hurts as a Packers fan because, yeah, man, I did, if someone had told me last season, Reigning MVP will be playing like this. <laughs> I laugh in your face. Mm. I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, man, no. Nah. But you never know, man. But I'm gonna say no, though. I'm not even gonna sit on the fence. I'm gonna be like, hard no. I believe so. I hear that. Um, so yeah, a bit earlier we mentioned obviously the trade deadline is the first of November, so it's coming up quite quickly. It's next week. Um, so obviously teams are gonna. It's not really like a, with the NBA. It's quite a big one. Obviously, every time trade deadline comes up, you never know what's gonna mm-hmm. happen. People can move from place to place. So the NFL doesn't always happen that much. 
But I guess my question to you is, um, besides of the ones we mentioned, people like Chase Claypool and stuff like that, do you think anyone else is going to be on the move in this um, trade deadline period? Um, I've got one that I think could be good. I reckon I reckon the, the Rams are going to get rid of Cam Akers. I think he's... But actually, I don't know where he's going to go. Think? But I think I think they're going to try and get rid of him. I think there's talk of, him, of them not really wanting to like use him in their, their, to pay their him, yeah, not to play him at all in the system. And in yeah, the system, yeah, yeah not, not really to play him. That. So I think I think he could be on the move sometime soon. Um, Kareem Hunt is another one that's been talked about, but obviously he's holding out for that contract. Um, he is indeed. So we'll see what happens with him if he gets traded. He's obviously part of I've like heard the backcourt about... with um, Nick Chubb, who's you know the leading rusher right now in the NFL. But we'll see how that one goes. Yeah, I mean, I've heard about, I believe it's, is it Elijah, I wanted to say Elijah Moore, but I'm not sure. He plays for the, I think he plays for a New York team. Oh yeah, for the Jets. One of their ride receivers. Yes, and I think with him, like he's 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 asked and requested for a trade. Now, whether that's going to happen, I don't know. But, you know, um, he's, returned to, he's returned to practice with the Jets. Mm. Obviously, he's very unhappy. I can imagine because well, you know, he's, um, he's fallen out of favour a little bit. So last year he was like one of their main receivers. Um, yeah, and he looks good. Looked very yeah, good. But now they've obviously got they've got Garrett Wilson, who's who's a solid draft pick, and they've got um, other guys who are a bit more established. And I think Elijah Moore's fallen down in the pecking order a bit more. So definitely he could he could be a trade target for a team that needs a wide receiver like yourselves. Um, Gosh, boy, if we were to get that get in, that would be a very interesting statement. You just need someone that, that, again, that, that you know Rodgers can trust. That's all it is, really. I feel, I feel like because even your running backs weren't really doing it until last week. Obviously, Aaron Aaron Jones got his two two touchdowns, but AJ Dillon's been non-existent this whole year. Um, and like you need, I think you need another piece that that Rodgers can really trust while the young guys grow up. Because I think Christian Watson could be good long term. I think he's super quick. Um, he just needs to get in this on the same page as Rodgers. Romeo Dobbs, I think, yeah. has the potential, but um, again, drop too many drops. Just, just um, very young. Yeah, I think it, you know what it is. It's, um, there's there's a lot of people. I even like throwing Brandon Cooks as the world who could be available. Yeah. Um, Jerry Jerry Judy for the Denver Broncos. Yeah, they could look to re um, to reshape. They could look to get him out, or I mean, it mm, it's. It's crazy because you never know. You've got all these kind of people who are who are unhappy, you know, that might be that might be moving on or might be needed to move on, you know. Yeah. Um so for me personally, it, it just depends and I think a big one is also OBJ when he comes back, like whenever he comes back, whenever he's healthy, yeah, whenever he, he goes to the top of a lot of people. Because no one actually knows yet like where he's going. There's there's talk obviously like um because the I think the Chiefs freed up a lot of cap space, they restructured Travis Kelsey's c- contract. Okay, so, so they've got like an extra three million amount of years to spend. So there's talk of them going out and trying to sign somebody and trying to get him. So yeah, I mean, it could be anyone. It's it's interesting because if you look at basically a lot of the teams, like I think the Giants and the Jets. I mean, the Jets they could do something. I could see Elijah Moore moving on. I can also see um, other teams. Like, I mean, look at the Vikings. The Vikings are five and one. Mm-hmm. Other teams who are doing well, even the Bengals, to to maybe potentially go out and try and see what they can do to just push them further. But there's some teams which just look like they're free forwarding. I mean, even the Detroit Lions. Jeez, Louise, one and five. That's yeah, and the Saints as well. <laughs> Jeez, Louise, Louise. Like <laughs> that's what. Like, geez, Louise, Louise, that's when you know you run out of things. So it'll be interesting to to see what happens. But I think a lot of 
what we're seeing approaching the deadline is a lot of wide receivers being available, uh-huh. a lot of wide receivers that like potentially available, and there could be a few moving around, you know, as the as the deadline approaches. So yeah, for sure. Uh, so one one final question, just on the NFL side of things. Um, obviously we mentioned, I think we might have mentioned last episode, just like our our current like way early front runners for MVP. Um, has yours changed at all since last episode? Like who's your who's your current front runner for the MVP this season? God. Probably said in the running, it's got to be like probably. Um, I don't know if I picked him, but. I think Josh Allen, he's been doing some some great things. I'm scared. Mm. Like you're probably asking me, you got him this like, week. why are you scared? Because <laughs> we got him this week, yeah. and we are about to get hotly smoked, hotly smoked. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. <laughs> like some of the stuff that I heard was like, oh, um, yeah, I think our coach uh, Matt Lafleur was saying that like, oh, we yeah, we'll see what we're made of. I'm just like, goodness, I don't think we should wait to see that happen man it's gonna be quite painful yeah <laughs> it'll be very painful man. Just, i'm saying but um i think yeah at the moment i'm giving it to josh allen personally but i think it's neck and neck with josh allen and patrick mahomes yeah because we look in terms of passer rating um josh allen has a 100 109.1 and mahomes is 109.5 mm. but mahomes is leading yards wide yards and touchdowns yeah, he's got 2,159 yards already. We're not even that, that far the season in. Yeah, exactly. But we are. We're probably like six, seven games in. But then, I mean, look, you got... It's, it's such a shame because if you look at some of the people who've got the yardage, like, you got Matt Ryan up there. Oh, Lord. That's because his team just have to keep... They have to just chuck it. Like, honestly, <laughs> that's literally the whole offense. Does that, that honestly, Lord. But, like, Joe... But you got, like, Joe Barra, Justin Herbert. I've been feeling for the chances this season as well because... Seems like things aren't really coming together. But yeah, Josh Allen, he's got 1,980. Um, 1, so it's them neck and neck, really, to yeah. be honest. I mean, I I'd it. say come comeback player of the year. I have to give that to Shaquan Barkley. He's been... Yeah, could be him. Could be been. Gino as well. Gino's had like a really Yeah, oh, Gino, bloody hell. <laughs> he, he taught us a thing or two. That's I a guy like, who no, no one believed in. Like Everyone thought he was right. done. Like, I... I think I remember obviously like when he was drafted, he was like a lot of potential and stuff. He was at the Jets, um, and then he was just a serial backup forever. Like he was a backup at various teams, couldn't get a starting job. And even going into this year, everyone thought he was going to be the backup behind um, who's the guy they brought in, Drew Locke. Um, mm-hmm. But it turns out he's the guy, man, and he's making big plays at big times. So he's he's he been is a starter well. for them. Uh, but yeah, no, mine mine similar. I think he's probably going to be Patrick Mahomes. I think at this point, he's my front runner. Hmm. But it's just because I think we have so much Patrick Mahomes fatigue. I think we forget, like, he one, he's so young, still doing it at a high level. And two, he's just been doing this for so long that he's he's just that good. Like, I think people are treating him a bit like, it's not the same, but a bit like how we treat LeBron. Like, when, when LeBron does things, it's like, oh, it's LeBron now, isn't it? Like, it's calm. But, like, Patrick Mahomes has been doing some serious distance for a couple of years in a row. And people just kind of, because he's already won an MVP and he's, you know, he's got a big contract and stuff. I think people kind of have a bit of, like a bit of nonchalance and like fatigue towards him, but no, nah, he's still doing great things, man. And as you mentioned, as you mentioned, obviously running the league right now and in, in passing yards and passing touchdowns. So let's see how that progresses. Um, we are going to shift gears ever so slightly. We're going to move from the NFL over to football. Uh, so regular football. <laughs> uh, 
Um, so yeah, we'll talk a bit about the Premier League, man. It's it's been an interesting one. We mentioned it in passing just a second ago, but obviously we had game week. I think it was game week thirteen this week in the Premier League. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of big games uh, that we're, we're going to discuss a few of them. So let's start. Let's start it off. Let's uh, rip the bandaid off, man. Liverpool nil, not enough for us. One. What happened, bro? How did we? How did we get here? Obviously, we had a couple of games back to back when I thought we were back. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah. We we beat um. Who did we beat? We beat. We beat City, right? Yeah, we beat City 1-0. Yeah, um, and then we beat and then, West Ham. And then we beat West Ham. I'm thinking to myself, okay, maybe this okay, is the resurgence of our season. Yeah, we're coming maybe, back we, maybe we could do something. And then obviously not in the forest is the team you really want to play on that because they're a team who is not doing well in the Premier League. You're thinking, cool, this could I be a good Bob, game. Bottom of the table, yeah. Yeah, you're thinking this could be a good game to um just to just to destroy them, get some points on the boards, run up the table, get some yeah, get some goal difference points. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but little course. did we know, man. The boys would come out to play, and it, was, it would be one of our one of our old players who come back to bite us in the bum. Yeah. Young, young Taiwo Awani came back and scored oh, the goal. My gosh. Yeah, man, it was. I mean, just to describe the game, it's one of those games that as the game is going on more and more, I'm just like, yeah, we might not, we might not come away with anything. Mm-hmm. It's we we got beat by what teams used to do to us before. What we had problems with. Just definitely soccer punch, soccer punch us. Hey, sorry about those, boy. Fireworks <laughs> in the background, Diwali and that. Do you know what I'm saying? We going oh, of in. Of course. But um, yeah, it's painful because we did a lot of things right, and what I mean right is just the, the opportunities in terms of our play. Lord have mercy. Man. We're just oh sorry, man. We're just reading some gunshots here. I'm trying to <laughs> close the window, but they even know that we're recording. They're like, nah, nah, bun it. That we've got to score. You're gonna get it tonight. <laughs> but um, yeah, like it was, it, it it did feel a lot at times. Like we had so much possession, but we mm-hmm. didn't know what to do with it, and it it just hurts me. It hurts me the fact that we struggled. Like not even just struggled so badly, but the answers to what happened. Like we had no answers at all. And then when the time came, I can't lie, Van Dijk had some big opportunities as well. Big yeah. opportunities. And he fumbled the bag. He really did. I know it's not harsh to say, the one at the end, he should be scoring that. Yeah, Great save that. by Henderson, but he should be scoring that. I mean, look at it. We had, what, seven shots on target, same as Forrest, 15 shots, 895 touches. Like, it's... Like, Seven clearance, clearances to their 38 clearances. Come on. 11 mm. corners. And I think out of those, I saw two opportunities that Van, Van Dijk really had. Should have should have put that away. It's a, it's a different game. Different, different game. But it, for me, it's, it's so bad because there's so much momentum and it's the talk of our season, like up, down. Again, we're winning to Ajax 3-0. Fantastic. That's great. Yeah. But... I, I won't give it. I don't want to use excuses as well, but the injuries are not helping. Nope. Like the fact that both that Thiago went down beforehand, so did Nunes. And again, it's it's testament if if Nunes can can keep that the fitness keep going, it'll be fantastic because he scores again tonight. Definitely, we need yeah. to have. We need to have it. Yeah, like we need to have him and I. I'd just say, look, let's throw caution to the wind. Let's put him and Salah up front and let them do the work. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. for me, what's the telling sign is this is this is very bad. We know really, unless we do one crazy thing, we are, there's no, there's no top four right now at the moment. 
But the problem oh, is... Oh, I've just seen Henderson limp. Henderson? <laughs> Henderson's limping. I'm, I'm, I'm tired, man. I'm tired. <laughs> this is what it is. You look to the table, right? And we're like, look, we're literally five points or fourth. Not bad. Newcastle are looking looking deadly. Yeah, looking we'll deadly. We'll talk about them in a bit for sure. But but we do you know what it is? This is all coming down to what we had talked about before: squad depth, man. Yeah. Squad depth and not being willing to play. Like for me, before that World Cup happens, Liverpool should be writing a check to Dortmund and saying, "Look, this is hundred and thirty. We're gonna pay. We're gonna mm-hmm. we're gonna pay." Yeah, because give us give us Jude right now. <laughs> now, because if that World Cup happens and he explodes, oh lord! Only teams I think that I think it's a, it's a Real thing. Yeah, exactly a Real or a Chelsea thing because they're gonna yeah. be, look. It it pains me, but Liverpool, we got to look into our, look ourselves in the mirror and consistency. Like Leeds, like, that's a hope we should be winning. Like what this Alec, we should be winning that. Yeah, winning that game. But again, we'll probably struggle there in a bit. They, they 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 look a little bit like that manager's getting sacked as well. It's unfortunate, but, yeah, because he was having a, an okay start to the season. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, like just yeah. going down, 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 down. <laughs> trust exactly. me, down, down. Trust me. I don't know how that song goes. But for me, it's consistency because there's now probably, what, a lot of span of games in a short space of time. Yeah, but for we've, us, got, we've got three games left until the World Cup. Yeah, pre- those Premier League, Premier League games, I think, if I look, we've got Leeds... We've also got um, we've got we've got Leeds, we've got Tottenham, we've got Southampton. Now, I don't even know. I won't even lie to you. I don't know how the games will go because of how it's been so up and down. If by mm-hmm. some miracle we could collect all nine points, I would say at the end of the season, top four, we can do it. We can we can even probably collect six, but there's no way that we can end up not collecting at least a minimum of two victories there. That Leeds and Southampton next, game next three games, yeah. should be winning. The Tottenham game, I get that. It's a bit yeah, tricky. that will be Always. tricky regardless. So if we got seven out of the nine, I'm not angry. Not happy. But at least if there's good performances in there, like we get seven out of the nine, happy bunny. No more injuries, perfect. But the issue for me is, is that what kind of performance will we see this Saturday? Because we're so up down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. I need to see a big response against Leeds. I mean, to be fair, against Ajax, I'm happy. Big response. But they hit the post in the first like two, three minutes. That's it. Yeah, they hit. They came and they came into the game swinging, and we just happened to calm it. And now we're obviously taking control of the game. To the point now we're making like trans, um, subs and that bringing on young guys like Cavalier's on and to rest the guys. He looks. He look. I think he, I hope oh, this doesn't geez. look too serious, but we'll see. It's, yeah, that thing's a bit off as well. But yeah, man, to be honest, yeah, consistency. Because once the World Cup finishes, man, we're, we're back into the thick of things. So. Yeah, it's yeah. all gone. It's all, it's, it's like all kicking off real quickly in that, at that point. I mean, give uh, respect where respect is due. Obviously, we, we were talking crazy before the game against Man City, saying, saying that we're going to lose. Holland's going to score a hat trick. Mm-hmm. Um, but we did actually quite well to beat Man City, I'll be honest. That was actually a good game. Oh, like, um, that game. It was a, a solid game from us. I think it was good to come back. But we have, unfortunately, we've been yo-yo, yo-yo FC this season, man. Like, oh, boy. Sometimes we're, we're so great. Me. And sometimes we're just not it. And our defence is, is lacklustre. But, yeah, man, I'm fortunate to lose to, to Nottingham Forest in, in that way and have, like, Tywell score against us because he's a performable player or something like that. It, it's painful. But um, painful. other games this weekend, obviously, Newcastle beating Spurs was a big one for them mm-hmm. um, at, at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. 
Mm-hmm. Um, Spurs obviously losing at home for the first time this year. I think, is it this calendar year? I can't remember, but they had lost a game at home in quite some time, so that's an unfortunate one for them. Yeah. Um, Newcastle doing quite well. Top four, as we mentioned earlier. Yeah, um, yeah. We'll really trying to, them in it, to push through. Bit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, Arsenal obviously drew with, with Southampton. It was an interesting one, 1-1. One, one. Um, again, you thought that Arsenal would win, but they uh, weren't able to to, to get all three points um, Aston Villa against Brentford was huge obviously uh, Stevie G's out as manager uh, he got the yeah, sack it's unfortunate oh my um, I always thought that he would actually kind of stay in the job for a while and then become a Liverpool manager later on but um, I think he'll have to find another job now for, or maybe he'll just stay out of uh, management for a while like, like Frankie Lampard did um, and then find another Prem job but who knows but unfortunately for Stevie the way it ended I think by the end of it it was just it wasn't it wasn't on good terms with him and the, and the ownership and stuff like that like it wasn't good yeah he got sacked like and then had to take the bus home with everyone long innit like, yeah, that, that's, 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 that's a bit mad still Stevie Jones a legend respect him please. yeah yeah like but the team bounced back though man against Brentford they they went and walloped those boys 4-0 but that's Dang, the thing let me ask you a question so that does that mean yeah like did they just give up on Steven Gerrard? Like, let's be honest. Because I always wonder that when like manager gets gets sacked and, and then, the team comes back and just balls out the and then game, whips like, the ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, because they came they came out swinging that game. I was like, this doesn't make sense. This isn't the same team we just saw like last week. And I do wonder if like because the, the 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 guy obviously who's now the caretaker manager for now or the the interim manager. I'm I'm guessing he's part of Stevie's um, backroom staff, right? Like he's not just a new guy they brought in. Yeah. So th- this is the same. It's the same foundation of 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 like coaching and, and all that stuff but yet for some reason Danny Ings decided to be a baller that game Leon Bailey was back to doing Leon Bailey things only person I haven't seen yet really just ball out for them is Coutinho I don't know where he's been yet I feel but... like that Coutinho thing was it's an odd thing because like Stevie really I wouldn't say trusted him but really was like yeah this is my guy he's the reason why he's there for sure like, yeah. I think now obviously Coutinho has to leave like he can't stay in What's he doing in Birmingham? Like that's the villa. Like, he needs to leave. He needs to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can't stay. He can't stay in those ends. He's only in the FK Stevie was there. Now he has to find another team to go back to. Yeah, try and go on a loan um, deal or something, boy. <laughs> yeah, maybe because they made his deal permanent. So yeah, they paid quite a bit but... for him. I think it was like between twenty and thirty mil. So yeah, which isn't. It's not small money. It's not indeed. Um, and another one obviously was Leicester beating Wolves. Um, a team that have been up and well, not up and down. They've been down mainly this year, Leicester. Yeah, but Leicester. They've, you know, bounced back big time against Wolves. Got a 4 0 win. Um, they were really clicking offensively that game. I saw, mm. like, caught the highlights of your match of the day. And and um, Madison, and they, look, they look dangerous. Madison looks dangerous. Little shout forward, yeah. might, might, might make that England squad that, um, that's even talked, the, the, you know, the massive squad that's being talked about that'll be trimmed in a couple of weeks' time. Yeah. But I reckon he'll, he could be a wild card in it still. Yeah, he'll def- I think he'll definitely make the massive one. I don't know if he'll make the final 23 match. Yeah, neither do I still. I'm not sure. too sure about that one. I hear that. Um, but yeah, man, Premier League was quite interesting this week. Obviously, if we look at the table, um, who do you think shocked you the most this year so far? Like, by, by the where they are right now, like, obviously, we're 12, 11, 12 games in. Who's mm. been, like, the big surprise for you so far? Um, oh, oh, let me look to the table. For me personally, I was going to say Arsenal have been a, a big shock. Not because I didn't think mm. they had the quality. I wasn't sure no, if it was all going to come I didn't think they had the quality, bro. I'll be honest with you, I didn't. I didn't know how it was going to work. I hear that still, but to be fair... Um. Yeah, I feel like the Brightons and the Newcastles of the world—they've really surprised me. Um, yeah. especially Brighton at the beginning of the season. Maybe they've come for a tricky patch because of their new manager and stuff. Fulham are looking decent as well. Again, that's the one that got me. Yeah, the seventh. Right the now. question was always: Could Mitrovic do the thing? He looks like he's doing the thing, and he's upholding 
Um, but then again, they it looked like this season they bought well, and I mean mm-hmm. um, the the Brazilian gentleman that they bought from um, from uh, Man United. What's this guy's name? Because I've got him on my fantasy football. But bear with me, everyone. I will get that name up for you. That is um, what's his name? Um, Andres. Oh, Pereira. oh, Lord. Yeah. Yeah, some delicious point in, in for me. Yeah, he's balling. Do you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I'm very happy because, um, yeah, like, he looks good. I even had Bailey in my team as well. Got me a nice little decent 13 for the fantasy football. Do you know what I'm saying? But what I am trying <laughs> to say is, yeah, let, let's crown Fulham as the surprise. They look decent. They look gritty this time. They look they look good. They look like this yo-yo and it's kind of helped them. So, yeah. Um, yeah, like again, probably a bigger surprise, but then massive surprise Arsenal. Definitely, I thought around top four, but to be doing so, but well, I, d- I didn't think they'd be winning. I didn't. I didn't think they'd be top of the league right now. Neither, um, neither did I. But and then the question goes again that people will probably ask is: Have they truly, truly been tested? I think they have at times because away they've been yeah. they've been well. Um, they beat us as well. But look, I mean, you look at those November games. It's a bit tricky because after Nottingham Forest this weekend. They've got Chelsea away. They've got a Wolves team that's like just needed to get a victory from anywhere. And then they end mm-hmm. then um obviously we go for the World Cup. And then they have uh West Ham. They've got the Newcastle. They got they got oh it's a tricky Newcastle, Spurs, Man United. Do you know what? Well, let's not write them That'd off be because one. they they've been they've been doing their things. Like they they have showed to us that they are challenges. I'm not gonna give it that for them. I just know the writing's on the wall, really. And what I mean by that is it, it will be Man City's to lose. Let's not be honest. Let's not lie to yeah, us. That's what everyone that's what everyone is saying in it. Like we all we all kind of I think we're all kind of happily surprised by what Arsenal are doing so far. And I'm happy for Arsenal fans because they've suffered. They it? have done. They they have actually been through a lot the last few years. They have done. It's not it's not, um, it's not been nice and to like, watch. The team are performing, like they're balling, like obviously Arteta's doing his doing thing his and team. the team is playing the way he wants them to play. The signings all made sense, man. I think Gabriel Jesus was was a steal at the amount they got him for. Zinchenko when he's fit is really good for that team. Um and like Saka's obviously, you know, he's he's evolving a little bit into the player we thought he could be in terms of like turning his his um his play into out end end out end uh, end result. Like he's getting goals and assists and stuff and it's working and Martelli's a baller, but we all knew that already. Yeah. Um but yeah, I, th- I think definitely happy for where they are, but I just I, again, like you've said, do they have the legs to see it through the whole way? My uncle doesn't think so. I spoke to my uncle this weekend. He was like, nah, bro. Arsenal, not the real deal. They, they're going <laughs> to they're gonna falter at the end, near, near the season. Because oh, he's a Liverpool fan like me and like us. But my, but my brother's an Arsenal fan. Um, and he was just, just telling that he's, he's just it's give like, up. No, it's, like, it's not going to happen. <laughs> exactly. But no, it's definitely for me. I think Newcastle have been have been pleasantly surprising, obviously, because we've, you know, they got the, the money and they've invested um in some players. But I think they've invested in the right players. Yeah. Um I think I've I was I think I mentioned it last episode, but I definitely think Miguel Amaron is just is finally turning into the player they thought he would be. Yes, and more boy. Um, he's definitely Yeah. Like I'm really pleasantly happy happy with how he's been performing. Flourishing. Flourishing. Um, Gimaraj, Bruno Gimaraj is, is a baller. Oh my um, gosh, we could have. I love Callum Wilson. I think if he can get some more goals, I think he could be really, really good. Especially if he can make a run for England team, maybe who knows. Um, but I, I think he's when he's fit, he's one of the one of the best pressure strikers in Premier League. He just has to stay fit. He's just not, he's just not always fit. That's the unfortunate thing. Yeah, of course. Um, I did, I did like um, Alexander 
Isak before he went went down injured, but he's he's normally really good as well. So I, th- I think I like what Newcastle have and what they've built. I think Chiqui and Chippy was just the perfect signing for them at the time when they bought him. Definitely in the England team as of right now, if I, if I would say probably the best right back in England. Well, not well because obviously because uh, Reese is is out injured and Trent's not really born in. Um, so I think he's a, he's a shoe in for the England team right now because we need a right, obviously that right that right back position to be shored up. So we do indeed. I would probably put put Trippier in there right now, but. Yeah, man. Surprised by uh, by Newcastle. They've been, they've been balling quite well. Yeah, they man. They look good. Uh, we'll move a little bit from the uh, Prem. We'll go a little bit to the Champions side, Champions League side of things. Mm, um, mm. Obviously, we mentioned Liverpool are winning right now as we speak, 3-0 against Ajax. Um, but we had some games yesterday as well. Uh, the big one, obviously, was, was Messi and PSG doing their thing. <laughs> Uh, that they're unbeaten in the group. I think actually they're unbeaten this season, right? Like in all competitions. I believe um, so. I'm just going to double check just now, but... Um... I believe they set a record in maybe the number of. Um, let's try to go to that group anyway. Yeah. Maybe they're they're unbeaten so far in the Champions League, especially. But I think they're unbeaten in, in every in all conditions so far this year. Um, them and Napoli, both the two two unbeaten teams, I think left in the in the Europe's top five. Divisions. Yeah, they both look very good, but. Um, so they're quite interesting. Yeah, that will change. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> that will change. Yeah, Their big three was obviously was obviously born in yesterday. Messi, yeah. um, Neymar, and, and yeah, Mbappe. all doing we big things. About Mbappe and Neymar last last episode, We did, but, yeah, yeah. But yeah, they haven't um, lost actually. Three wins, two draws in the champ uh, Champions League on eleven points though with Benfica. Yeah, so that's that's quite interesting for their group. Yeah. Uh, but the big of the big of the news from yesterday was the there's the uh, Juve are now uh, out of the the round of six uh, the uh, knockout yeah, stages. Yep, yep. Um, so like they haven't. Uh, I think it's the first time in I forgot how many years it is now. But Juve have basically have failed to qualify for the knockouts. Um, and obviously the big one today was Barca. Uh, we mentioned it last episode. But Barca are definitely out. Yeah. Now. Um, they they needed a draw from um. um but into so basically, if it was anyway. They were going out like Inter just needed to pick up a result, really. Oh, and Inter, Inter yeah, today, yeah, so that's, but that's yesterday done. I believe it was 4 0. So, yeah, that's done. Yeah, so Barca are out as well. So, ever since Messi left, Barca haven't qualified for the knockout stages, which is a bit of a shock. It's, it, so, my question really for yeah. you is who's, whose failure is bigger? Is, is it is it Juve's failure or is it ba- Barca's 100%, who's, man? Who's Barca's. <laughs> and I'll tell you for why, yeah. man. It's all those financial levers that they were talking about. Oh, yeah. Right. We're gonna do this, that, and the other. Nah, G. What it is is that squad ain't gelling together. And let's be honest, mm. they're going for a hard patch. Uh, let me not lie. <laughs> Lewandowski didn't sign and earn those big bucks to be playing in Europa League. <laughs> That's just a fact. Do you know what I'm yeah. saying? However, um, Juve's one. Let me be honest. That one is one that's been there for some time. They look. When you look at Italy now, you look at the big dogs. And you're thinking, yes, the Inters and the ACs. However, look at Napoli this season. They've been an absolute revelation. And so have Lazio has been doing bits here or there. So for me, um, they're just as... It's more worse because Barcelona went out and spent crazy monies that people didn't think that they had to be able to do. And now that will take a hit for them being in Europa League. So they need to get their act together and fast because... um, it's been, I wouldn't say painful to watch, but they've got to be careful there, you know. <gasps> they're always competing against Raul. Raul look like they're just, they steamrolled. They did lose yesterday, but I mean, they, yeah, but they're pretty much they really well. qualified, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. you, Juve's is a bit, it's a bit, uh, I mean, a bit nonsense because 
I mean, Dave, what I say about nonsense is like, it's nonsense, man. They like, you should do better. Like, you're in a, you're in a group with Maccabee Haifa and Benefica. Come on. Honestly. That's, that's that. Come on. Come on. But hey, ho, like, it is what it is. And as for when you look at a group with Barcelona, you think, mate, three losses, one draw, only one win. And they're losing to Bayern yeah. Munich now. Man. Yeah. That's a tough group. It's always a tough group, but you now that team is, as we said last week, I think they're in or last episode. They're in a they're in a state of flux right now, man. They obviously spent all mm-hmm. that big money, um, and it hasn't panned out just yet. Um, but they got a manager they they believe they in, do. Um, and they've got players they think they, they believe in. But it now needs to gel. I think they're gonna have to take a take hold this L this season. Shit, I'm saying sometimes have to take do that Europa League like Europa League like it's your you know. The best times of your yeah, life. Yeah, you've got to do the circuit a little while and then, and then just come back. It. Yeah, just, just build up yeah, again. Yeah, correct. But they, they don't have that luxury, obviously, because they're Barcelona, they're more than a club and they've all this, they have all this history and stuff. So they, they are a team that is used to Champions League, but yeah, this season's a write off yeah. still. They have to, have to charge this one to the game, unfortunately. Um, yeah, we'll talk a bit, a bit more about some European football stuff. Obviously, we mentioned Napoli having the unbeaten run with PSG yeah. at the moment. Uh, we'll do a little bit of smoke and fire before we move on from the football. Yeah. Um, so, smoke or fire. Um, Napoli's unbeaten wrong will last longer than PSG's. Is it smoke with fire? Who's who's I, first? I say smoke with Napoli. I thought they looked the the most unpredictable. We know what's happening mm. with um with um oh gosh with oh you said Napoli and what was the other team PSG? We know we know uh, about PSG. Sorry, yeah. like, I feel like we know them with Napoli. They come out of nowhere, and even though Filibali left, they look. They look fortified, man. That team looks scary and unpredictable. So I feel like theirs will last mm-hmm. last longer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one more, and the smoke of fire as well. Um, Klopp will remain as Liverpool manager by the end of this season. Mm. I want to say I believe, so I'm going to say it's fire. He'll, he'll still remain. He'll yeah. stay remain. They won't sack him. If anything crazy is to happen, it'll be as though if he's he felt he's lost the dressing room. And then he'll probably walk away. Liverpool would never fire him. Mm. They wouldn't. They just wouldn't. It just wouldn't be very counterproductive. They've given him another bigger deal. They believe he can get them out of the situation. It yeah. would be interesting if they were to pull off something big. So, I mean, if we were to somehow win the Champions League or an FA Cup, I think... Wishful. Yeah, Wishful you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Only God knows, but yeah. I hear that. Um, and then smoke or fire, uh, Arsenal are legit f- title contenders this year. Oh, I have to say fire because we we've gone past like you know the starting bit and they're, they're still up there. Do you know what I'm saying? Whether they will yeah. last, I personally don't think so because it's Man City, man. <laughs> I like, and this is us talking about fans who've gone toe to toe with them for seasons. You, you, you yeah. honestly, you, you just, I just know, I just know. All the other seasons we've lost, and think about it this way: we've lost by like a point, two points. Like with Arsenal, mm-hmm. trust me, it will be painful if they they get that close. But Man City just they've got that in their DNA. Do you know what I'm saying? So that's, I think it's fire that they're, and they're, they're do you know what I'm saying. They're fired at their challenges, but I don't think they'll go the distance. Though personally, that doesn't to say they won't get top four or even come second or whatever. I just don't think they will. Yeah, you know. No, I'm similar. I think I think they have the potential. I think. Um, I just and I, I don't I don't ever wish like injury on anyone, but I just think they are one injury away from struggling a little bit as a team. Obviously, if Jesus goes down, that whole striking partnership now is done. Um, say something happens to William Saliba, the defense now looks a bit leaky. Yeah, 
Um, but I, I think they have got good players, and I do like what they. I, I think they believe in Arteta, and I think I like what Arteta is building there. Um, I guess this season is is the season to, you know, I think now this is the season to shoot for to uh, shoot for the stars. Um, go as far as you can go in any competition, and then next year build out this the depth of the squad, man. Start building up like finding players that can can do similar things, but obviously don't cost as much and can back up the superstars that you have, like people like Saka and Martinelli and. We're yet to see lives that other people come to the team like Smith Rowe and, and Ketty, all these guys. So they so they could potentially provide that depth, but um that'll be interesting to see how they how they build out the depth now of the squad going forward. But um yeah man, we're gonna move on from the football talk. And we're gonna change gears again now to the basketball side of things. So with the NBA, obviously, we're now back in full effect. All in. <laughs> yeah, the NBA's back, baby. We talked about it last episode, but the NBA is fully back now. We started a couple games in. Um, we'll have a look at some of the some of the key performances we've had so far this season. Mm. Obviously, it's been a um, an interesting start to the year. Different teams are surprising us, and different teams are doing different things. Um, we'll start with I guess I'll we'll start with the the big game we saw from Jar Morant. Um. A big game. He scored 40, 49 points against the Rockets when the Grizzlies beat the Rockets, 129 to 122. Um, that was a big game for him that night. Um, I don't know if that's the biggest scoring performance so far this season. I can't remember if it is, but he had a big game. Uh, he was 17 to 26 from field uh, from field goal uh, with a field goal percentage. percentage. Mm. Um, and he was balling, man. Like that Memphis team seems serious. weren't sure what what we'd get from the Memphis team. I thought they might. Um, Obviously, they had a good season last year. They were a team. They were like the dark horse kind of team, um, but I feel like they've kind of built on that. They've they've still got obviously injuries with um, Jaron Jackson Jr. But their their young core is still is still growing. And I think Jaron is a serious, serious, serious player, man. I think he's an MVP candidate if he's not careful because he's he's that good. He's explosive, crazy explosive. Yeah, <laughs> crazy man. That's really it, man. I saw him. I saw him block shots, and at the end of that game, I was like, that's that's insane. Like he's he's crazy talented, man. Um, but other other big games, obviously we had uh, Damian Lillard and the, and the Blazers, who are surprising oh, yeah, us all at yeah. the moment. They're undefeated right now in the West, the top of the West right now. I, I know, think right? they are. Well, they're on they're on four four now, yeah, four now right now in the West. Um, so surprising a lot of people, but their their big game was obviously when Lillard went off for thirty one points, and Anthony Simons went off for like twenty nine points. Mm. Um, in their in their win over the Nuggets, 135 to one hundred and ten. Um, so that was a nice win for them as well. But the, the Blazers have been surprising a lot of people this year. Um, they're a team that obviously we we know uh, who Damian Lillard is. We know what he's capable of. He scored 41 points twice this year already. Um, so we know what he can do. Uh, but we weren't sure what we'd get from the rest of the team, obviously, because they lost CJ McCollum last year. Um, and we thought that maybe they don't have the pieces to go all the way. But so far, top in the West. Um, so, you know, making some movements. Uh, but yeah, we'll look at we'll look at the standings a little bit. Um, so we're looking oh, at some cool. of some of the teams. Uh, in the West, obviously we got the Blazers currently at four and zero. Um, they're obviously the un- unbeaten team in the West right now. Um, what do you reckon? Can they continue this trend? Can they can they keep this unbeaten run going a little bit longer? Their team, obviously, that we as we mentioned just now, has surprised a lot of people. But can we talking about the Blazers? The Trailblazers, yeah. Can they keep this going? Yeah, man. I mean, like just looking in for what happened last season. Um, they were. I mean. Damian Lillard is their guy, do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They've had some difficulties because, you know, once he went down, they traded McCollum, which I thought was painful because I thought him and 
him and Dame were quite quite nasty plays together. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I like that. I think I think there's a possibility for that to occur. I mean, just need to continue as they've they've done. Do you know what I'm saying? Just let Dame be Dame. Do you know what I'm saying? That's it. Yeah, let him cook. Let him, <laughs> let him do him thing. Like he will take you there. Do you know what I'm saying? I'll just say just just cover him up. You know. And keep continuing as as they've done because they look good and they have surprised a lot of teams. Mm-hmm. And I think that if they can continue on this, they can definitely make um they can definitely make the the playoffs. I think that's definitely a possibility. I'll probably please say playing, but I mean um they want to prove that they're they're threatening the West. You know, last season was a bit ugly because I'm trying to find the record and the stat that I had. Which is painful, but their their record, yeah, that's it, twenty seven fifty five. Mm. Lord, painful, and they failed to win more than twenty seven games in a season. This is their sixth time of doing it, and last year was one of them, which was really really bad. However, you know they gave that money. Lillard got, you know, he signed a two year deal, yeah, hundred and twenty two million extension, and you know they tried to add in a few more players as well, which I, I really like and help him out. So. Let's see what can happen because, you know, the McCullum thing was always there, um, you know, but they traded a few pieces. They bought in um, Josh Hart, uh, Justice Winslow, Keon Johnson, you know. I like it. I like some of the different pieces that they have to help them out, you know, yeah. on the floor. And if they can continue in the spirit that they've done, definitely think, like, playing should definitely be an aim. And then why not try and make those playoffs, you know what I'm saying? Why not try and make the... Um, no one really wants to do that playing thing, but man, <laughs> yeah. just just definitely do that. I mean, if you've got Dame and he can just be putting on a show every night, <laughs> but like the sky's the limit. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I definitely think for the start of the season they can they can make a they can keep this thing going, but I just think long term it's not sustainable. You can't have just one guy. Do you not think? Not just they're not long term. Yeah, I think you can. I think obviously just in the nature of today's NBA, you need at least two, three, like. I don't think you can yeah, just have one guy who's a superstar right now. Like I think, I think it's possible. I think it. I think they can do you know big things in in the West. But like, if, especially for those big playoff games, they're going to need performances from Anthony Simons. They're going to need Jeremy Grant to ball out. They're going to need Yusuf Nurkic to ball. Um, they're going to need performances from all their guys. So that'll be interesting to see how they how they how they progress. Um, we'll look at the at the East side quickly. Um, East side, yeah, the Eastern side of things. Uh, at the moment, the top of the East is the Bucks. Um, obviously, like they're at the two at two and over, that's just because of win percentage right now. Uh, but mm-hmm. the Wizards are doing quite well at three and one. Celtics at three and one. Um, but the shocking one, obviously, is the Nets, who are currently at one and two. Um, do you reckon the Nets challenges this year at all? Like in the in in, in the league, do you think they can do anything? Obviously, they've got their their, their stars back. They've got KD. They've got Kyrie. Ben Simmons is healthy again. He's playing. But he's been struggling mm. right now. He's um, struggling for fitness. Well, not struggling for fitness, but struggling to to playing to be Shocking present in games. Game. He's always getting fouled out, and he's not really scoring points. Um, At one point, he had more fouls than points. Exactly. Yeah. It's ridiculous, man. <laughs> what the heck is going on here? This guy needs to. Do you know what? That was a good question you asked me. It is, man, because they got KD, man. They got KD. They got Kyrie. As uh, you know, I was saying it last season that yeah, it's amazing to have. To have, you know, um, what's his name? This guy that we're mentioning, he used to play for the 76ers. Ben, so. ben Simmons. Did you know, like, even me forgetting him, I know I do that with a lot, but <laughs> man, the performances, let me not just start throwing shade on him still. I know he's been through a lot this year and stuff like that, but come on, man. 
the team need they need something from you. At least give them defense or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, with KD in it, they're always going to be in the mix. That's true. You know what I'm saying? And now you've got Kyrie back. There's a bit more flexibility. I know he hasn't. I don't know if he took the the vaccine or not, but you know, you know what you're getting with Kyrie. You're that getting a it. showman. Yeah. You're getting a magician. You're getting you're getting someone with some of the craziest handles this this game has ever seen. But they need they need a they need a bit more. And I I feel like you don't want what happened last season with the Celtics punch them in the mouth. Yeah, <laughs> punch them in the mouth. But um. Yeah, they'll be in a conversation. Whether they can win it, I don't know, man. Then it all boils down to him still. They need something from him. Even if he's not going to be doing the, the you know, like he's not hitting freeze or hitting anything, fair enough. Mm-hmm. But we need some all-star defence, man. Come on. They need something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. They need, they need sighting for him. Do you know what I'm saying? And I hear that. I think, I think, yeah, I think you're right. I yeah. think they, if they're going to challenge at all, they need... All three of their superstars to ball. Like KD's obviously doing what he does. He's scoring points and stuff. He does. Carry yeah, will show up every now and then, give you like a uh, you know a jaw dropping performance. But they do need the rest of their role players to ball out. I think obviously they still got injuries. Seth Curry's come back and and then um, other guys come back into that team as well. But they need the guys who are the auxiliary pieces. People like um, Claxton and and um, and I guess kind of Simmons now, unfortunately. But they need Simmons to ball out and. Do more than just get fouls. He needs to get some points. He needs to get rebounds. He needs to get assists. He needs to be defensively sound. I think they're statistically the worst defense right now in the league, which isn't good. Um, so they, they need to turn that around quite quickly if they're gonna if they're gonna make a push. Um, you know, similarly, the the, the 76ers are doing quite quite rubbish as well. They're one and three right now. Um, having good performances from people like James Harden and that, but they're also struggling right now. Um, and then also struggling on the west side of things. Uh, my team. The good old Los Angeles Lakers, zero and three, not a single win in sight. Uh, we are <laughs> we are struggling. Last right now in the West, um, tied for like the second worst, ref- uh, you know, record right now in the league. Only because we're four games in, um, so we're zero and three, which is not great. So, question again: um, the Lakers, are we wasting? Are we wasting another year of LeBron's LeBron's life? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay, cool. I, I knew that as well. Yes. That's the answer to the question. The answer is yes. Sorry, I had to say that with a loud yes because I don't know, man. I saw. Is the, do you know what got me this? I'll just uh, say my part and now I'm gonna dash out or not dash out, but like you know, just leave it. It's just that man against the Blazers. There's a time yeah where AD's about to take the shot. AD's wide be... open for free. Lucy Nurkic it... looks at him and goes, "Now." Nah, I just turns around. Just turns like, and AD AD this... misses it. Bricks it off the backboard. I'm like, oh, there was, Jesus. There was another one where I think like LeBron James even took like trying to take take a far out three and just. Airballed I said LeBron, it. you're. I said LeBron, you're forgiven, yeah, because <laughs> you're a Hall of Famer, like you. <laughs> you are a legend, like everyone else. No Back up their ideas, man. It's, it's yeah. painful, but it's it's like I've not seen a team so talented, but there's pieces there. Do you know what I'm saying? It's, me pieces, Packers it's, vibes, it's just bro. not it's not enough to see it through. I think we have obviously the worst three point percentage right now in the league. Um yeah. but I th- I think it's it's not a good year. I think um I think LeBron should be focused right now on scoring as many points as possible, beating Kareem's record. Um and we'll figure next year out. Right now, this year is not gonna be good for us. I think we're gonna lose a lot of games. Um yeah, I think people cool. people are quite quick to blame um Westbrook, obviously, for his play. But the, I want the fingers to be pointed directly, and I want you to hear me clearly. Directly point the finger at Anthony Davis. 
Where is that boy? Because mm. he has been non-existent this season. Missing hella, hella shots. Acting like he's not one of the top 10 players when he's healthy. Um, and he's he's a guy that right now, I would gladly trade him for young pieces. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know who yet, but I feel like he has to be on the trade market right now. I think if the Lakers are serious about building any sort any sort of future, we have to get rid of get rid of A D right now. I don't think he's I don't think he's sustainable as a superstar. Not to be your one of your your main one too, not right now. Bubble mm. A D was different. He was born in. Um he but was, since the I missed, I missed that version, that. man. Honestly, so do I, because that was the best best possible we played as a Lakers team, man. That's what you want. But right now, man, we're struggling big time. LeBron is obviously still there doing his thing, but other guys aren't really performing and Westbrook isn't a good fit. We knew this years ago, but he's not a good fit. Um, um, and he's being scapegoated right now and he looks like he's really unha- unhappy with playing at the, at the Lakers and he just wanted to be happy in it like so he needs to move and find a situation that he can be happy with but definitely I think right now I would personally trade AD I don't, I don't think they're going to because I think they've invested so much money in him yeah, but personally done, yeah. I'd get rid of that boy man I think he's just not it right now I think he's a shell of himself of the player that was one of the top 10 players in the league and I think you can, I think now capitalize, strike while the iron is hot, man. Get something for him whilst the name is still a thing before he loses all credibility. Because, <laughs> honestly, strike while it's hot before people realize that he's not the guy anymore. You've got he <laughs> so, like, yeah, just benefit right now. But I don't think they will because I think, as I said, we've invested too much in him. But we are going to struggle this year, man. It's going to be a tough year for Lakers fans. But um, on the other side of things, the Clippers, obviously, you guys are having an okay start to the season two and two. Um, people are, are backing you guys as potential potential title challenges. What do you reckon about that? Yeah, do you know what? Like the the two main boys have come have come back. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Obviously, they're taking it bit by bit. Um, I think they'll they'll they sat out. I don't know if they both sat out against the Thunder. If they sat out against the Phoenix Suns, but um, we'll take it in our stride. I definitely believe that we could be locked on locked locked on for like a decent seed, so we won't have to do that playing jazz. As last time, we've got a lot of depth. Um, excited to see it. I mean, uh, Lou, our coach, was saying that it's it's all about lineups, and wishing he had more preseason. But there's going to be a lot of guys that won't get a lot of minutes. But yeah. we we have that depth. It's all about staying healthy, man. That's it for me. Guys, yeah, we need to be doing well in the well in the West, making our defense gritty like it was last season, and then I mean letting. Letting our star guys do the magic, like having Kawhi back is fantastic. Obviously, they're managing that though because of such a crazy injury. But um, yeah, I think we'll be there and thereabouts. And I know a lot of like bookies have us favourites on. Just got to take every game out as it comes. Wasn't happy about the the Phoenix Suns one, but I know there are games that we obviously won't like do well in. But for me, just keep pressing on, man. And looking to get you know second, third seed if we can. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm excited about this season. I'm excited what we can, what we can pull off. So yeah, yeah, definitely expected. Suns had an interesting game yesterday. I think they obviously beat the Warriors. Um, and there's a moment between uh, Clay Thompson and um, Devin Booker where they're going back and forth and they're just mm-hmm. you know chatting nonsense in the game. Ooh, um, yeah. And then um, Clay gets ejected because obviously he's he's doing a bit too much back chatting. You see him at one point raise his fingers and say four, or to talk to his four championships that he's got so far. Um, so that's quite an interesting one, obviously, to see yesterday. Obviously, the, the Suns won that game in the end. Warriors haven't been the same team so far, but I think they'll they'll figure out eventually. Clay himself has not been the best so far this season, um, but he's one of the best shooters we've ever seen in the league, so he'll figure it out soon enough. But 
that was interesting to see that team lose that way um, and in the manner they did and obviously him get ejected that's his first his first ever ejection in his career which is quite a, quite an interesting feat I think he's frustrated because obviously he's, he's not playing the best in the losing game so yeah clearly frustrated on that side of things um, there was an interesting thing that I saw obviously with um, Con Anthony Towns and the Timberwolves Ooh. they obviously aren't playing too well themselves um, but there was a moment obviously in the the, the second to last game they just had uh, where they've, they've obviously lost this game um, and Anthony Edwards doesn't have the best game he's, I think he scored 9 points was shooting 3 of 15 um, that's 1 from 8 he's 1 of 8 from 3 points he wasn't having the best game um, and after the game he says he said that this is on me um, that he came out with the, out of the game he came into the game with no energy um, and that if he comes with energy that obviously helps the whole team and it's all about that right now um, so at the end of at the end of it all in the media um, Kyle Anthony Towns is talking about his performance and obviously mentions that he himself can do a better can do a better job of teaching how to take care of his body and stuff like that. Um, but there's obviously a big moment, a big talking point right now is where Carl Anthony Towns quite openly um, criticised uh, Anthony Edwards' like you know his preparation and, and his his um, his physical looking after his body and stuff. So he obviously mentions the fact that he can help him, um, and he doesn't he obviously he he understands how the media find it funny when. He talks about, like, about eating Popeyes and, Popeyes and, <laughs> and all that, that stuff, but it, it doesn't make him stuff. happy. And the the high level athletes and stuff like that, and it all falls down to him. So my question to you, obviously, like, was was he wrong to call him out publicly like that, like just to out him and and to to call him out like that? He was wrong, man. He was wrong. Look, like this isn't yeah, this season just season just begun, you know. Like, yeah. Oh, what are you doing here? <laughs> like, relax. Like, it, if it's playoff time, maybe. And even in that, like, I like what um what uh, Kendrick Perkins was saying. I mean, what I like is I respect what he said. He said he, he thought that um, that it was unacceptable mm. what um, Cat did. And that he, he, it's something that I would say, like, he wouldn't, like, he doesn't believe, he was even saying Kevin Garnett was one of his veteran leaders and he didn't out him publicly. And he knew he had to do some things himself, like get in shape, yeah. how to diet and nutrition. But for Cat to go up there and say that, I'm like, come on, bro. This guy, he's not been in the league. Don't get me wrong, like we all know that like, Edwards, superstar upcoming. Definitely. Fantastic, man. Good, good player. Good size of the floor, defense mm-hmm. and offense as like in terms of offense, his shooting, dunking, it's crazy. But now you come out and said, Yeah, this, that, the other, like, you know, saying all like bad mouth and then that. Like, relax. He's a young guy out there. Obviously, we know you're the big dude in this team. Like, you're the big sheriff. But it's feeling a bit like, I don't know. I, 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 I don't, I've always not been a person of outing people publicly. I yeah. feel like, especially even if you're on the leader of the team, you take it on the chin. Obviously, you try to own up by saying, yeah, that's on him. But you have to call him out. You can say it like, as a team, we can be better. Yeah. You, you, you don't have to say that. Like, um, but it's, I don't know whether it's a power shift there, whether there's a bit of an issue. I just feel like, man, you don't want to air out your your la- as they say, dirty laundry to the rest of the league, even That's if it, you know. Yeah. And it's so early in the season. Like I think you hit the nail on the head. Like there is a bit a bit of a power shift. Obviously, it used to be Cat's team, and it still currently is. But it's looking like going forward, it's going to eventually become Anthony Edwards' team. Anthony Edwards' team, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so yeah, no, so... for real. I, I I agree. I think I I actually personally don't. I'm not angry at what he said. I think he said that he said the right mm. thing because obviously it's right that he should. He's a professional athlete. He, yeah, he's a professional be. athlete. He needs to look after his body. Like that's that's a given. 
But um, I, I agree. I think outing him publicly maybe is not the wave. I think he should have done it. That should be like a personal conversation between him and, and Anthony Edwards in the locker room. Be like, bro, like obviously today you weren't on it. Um, we can't do this again. Like you need to be a bit, bit better. We need to start looking after your, our bodies. I've got a, I've got a, a personal chef who cooks this, da, 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 this, that, and that for me. Here's his number. Da, da, da. Take it. Get your food sorted. Stop eating Popeyes and shit. Is what he should have said, but instead he went and outed him publicly. <laughs> I just looked at it and just thought, brother, like, this, yeah, chill, it doesn't, it doesn't look chill. like, it doesn't look like a, a, it's not a good leadership move, basically, especially it's like considers, like the OGs in the league are looking at him thinking, ah, oh, this is not how you, it's not how you lead the young guns. You need to kind of, need to kind of do it a bit differently. And honestly, Cat's leadership thing has been questioned for years and years and years. Like Jimmy Butler questioned it, that's why he left. Um, and it's always been a thing. I th- and I think Kat's always, always obviously been dealing with that for quite some time. He's been mm. dis- disrespected a little bit by some people. Um, but yeah, and I think it's, it's it's just not it's not a good look for him. It's not good for the Timberwolves team who are who are trying to um, you know they've got some expectations on them this year, so they need to kind of turn it around quickly. But an interesting an interesting move from them or from him. Um, but he's in the West, and similarly in the West, we have another team that has shocked us a little bit this year. The Utah Jazz, uh, a team that we all thought was in was in the tank for Wambiyama scheme. Um, they traded all their good players, gave away Rudy Gobert, gave away Donovan Mitchell, gave away Rose O'Neal. We thought to ourselves, okay, cool, they're tanking this year, so they can get Wambiyama next year. Um, but they've surprised us all. They're currently three on one, uh, and and they're balling right now. Like, can they continue to surprise people this season, or are they eventually going to regress to their normal place? I don't know, man. They just look. Let's let's go to spare the spade, man. They just try to make sure that they don't look out of place. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> While they tank, just go win a couple of games here or there to make it look it? realistic. Like, so it looks realistic, <laughs> like yeah, we try and you know that because even you look at the Spurs, man. They even three and one as well. I thought they might even try to tank from beginners. That's <laughs> what I thought, but they're shocking some people. I know, right, man. It's like we keep saying it's early days, early days. Give it like twenty games. <laughs> yeah, L L L L L L again. <laughs> one win. L L L. Bro, have you seen this guy? This one by Yama. This guy's what seven foot three. Nah, they 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 Ellen boy. They just it's because yeah. The commissioner of the league was saying, "Yeah, they're, they're monitoring stuff, so you need to make it look a bit believable." <laughs> That's my take to it, anyway. Mm. I actually, I, I do think they are eventually going to start tanking it properly. Um, yeah. but I, I think right now, I think right now they've been surprised by the way the, the players that they brought in have been balling. I think Laurie marketing has been shocking them a little bit. Mm-hmm. He's a guy who had a good competition at the Eurobasket this summer, mm-hmm. um, and they've got like the established like. You know, nucleus you've of your Mike Conley, yeah, the, you know, like Jordan Clarkson and those Jordan guys, Clarkson. and, and yeah, the yeah, pieces man. that are like veterans who have played well and they've played in that system, they know how to defend and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they've just, been, I think they've just been, yeah, just been pleasantly doing their thing. But I agree, I think eventually they're going to realize maybe when a couple of L's come back to back to back and they find themselves slipping down the rankings, they're like, cool, maybe it's time we start packing this thing, just keep tanking, and, do uh, it well, yeah, man, do it well, see how we can get, um, you know, get the Ambi Armor kid in. So, um I think I don't know if it will continue, but I think it's a good start for them, and I'm I'm happy for people like Laurie Markkinen and Colin Sexton and guys who were traded. Yes, um, yes and we're so kind of like an afterthought a little bit, but even Horton like, Horton Tucker as well. Actually, yeah, man, traded people yeah. who are, who are a bit of an afterthought of their other teams, but here have a position. They've got an opportunity now to like really ball out on a team that like needs you know something. It's a market that they used to be in a, a playoff team. Yeah, um, so we'll see what happens with them. But um, yeah, man, long season ahead of us. Obviously, only a couple games in. And well, you know, time is still gonna tell us to like who will be the superstars of this of this year. Obviously, we're seeing a couple of people already stake their claim. 
Um, but I guess like one final question on the NBA side of things, obviously like I think we mentioned last week who we think our, our early MVP um, sort of like favourites would be. We did mm-hmm. it with the NFL, but we'll do it with the, with the NBA as well. Um, has your early NBA and NBA MVP sort of like changed anyway after these few games or is it still the same no. person you think it will be? I'm trying to remember who I said. I think I said, was it, did I give it to Luca or did I give yeah. it? I get it to Luca, right? Yeah, I think I, I think you said Luca, and I said like it could be one of the European guys, Luca, yeah, yeah, yeah. somebody. Yeah, but I'm, man. I'm firmly on the Luca side now. I think, I think, it, I think it's yeah, Luca to, to lose. I think he's, I think he's crazy, man. He's, he's, he's coming to the season healthy. He looks good. He's played obviously a lot of basketball over the summer, but he looks ready to, to really do some things. I think, I think the true test will be obviously how good the team is this year. They've, you know, lost some pieces. Obviously, getting rid of Jalen Brunson and. That kind of thing, but it'll be it'll be interesting to see how they end up in this season. But if he if he can help them be a playoff team that's like solid, maybe goes to like a Western Conference Finals again, maybe I can see him being an MVP this year. Like I think he's I think he's got the got the got the juice this year. Um, and again, obviously my sneaky sneaky dark horse could be um Jamarant. I think if he stays healthy, there's no reason why Jamarant can't be MVP this year as well. So that'd be quite interesting. Yeah, it's it's true, man. It's gonna be. So gonna be interesting to see who it is, but yeah, it could be one of the European boys. You know, in fact, I was gonna say I was watching um watching I watched the Redeem team on Netflix. Oh yeah, I saw that as well. What do you think? Was, boy, I, I enjoyed it as well. But it's 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 so funny to see how um how time changes things. And what I mean by that is obviously at that time when um Kobe Bryant was brought in. Like, things have been a bit tricky. Like he, he even asked for a trade out of LA. Yeah, so, yeah. Like, forget, nah, you forget that all happened, didn't it? When he was like, yeah, tra- yeah, yeah. he was about to leave LA at that point. Like he'd, he'd requested saying, a trade like, quite publicly. It was, it was crazy. Like he's he, saying that he had outed Shacks and all this stuff, and then obviously because they they said what had happened in the two thousand, I think it was the two thousand and four Olympics. Like because of what had happened after um, the them invading Iran and stuff like that, you know, like. Yeah, the whole like Iraq. Uh, yeah, and a lot of players like players I feel like LeBron. Yeah, like when uh, like LeBron was talking about himself, Melo, other young guys. Like they've just literally finished their rookie year, the yeah. year, and then they're being artists. Oh, it was a recipe for disaster, but they Honestly, were it, it turned was, yeah. out down. <laughs> I've learned is that like, look, Kobe Bryant was that guy. He was Honestly. he was crafted in the mold of MJ, like the work ethic, the drive, dogged on the defense. Dogged, like he was like, yeah. yo, and he was telling them, look, that was I was born like in Italy or whatever, but these Europeans they do it with finesse, like they skillful. Don't come and think like Greece was giving it to the US, say you know, yeah, man, so, Argentina, Spain. I remember watching that that Spain um that, that, that final Spain that versus game, yeah. versus the US and seeing Rudy Rudy Fernandez go off to score so many points, and I was like, this Bro. is shocking, but like yeah, the US Crazy. won in the end, but. Yeah, definitely for sure. It's quite interesting to see how um how they all like you can just tell there's such like a, rever- a reverence and respect for Kobe and like what he did and yeah and just yeah. as you mentioned his work ethic man the fact that he would wake up at four a.m. go to the gym and like they they're just they're just coming back from a night out yeah yeah um, yeah like, and then they're stumbling into the hotel at four a.m. and he's going to the gym and they're like oh no we need to fix up yeah like who is this guy but what he taught me as well was like they were like him and MJ what I say cutting the same cloth as like they what they're the lone wolf like literally. Yeah. Not about love and games. We came here to do work. However, I feel like the coach, the like he did very well to balance the two egos because they're both alpha dogs. 
You know, yeah, this is the time when LeBron and James is coming into his like, nah, this is this LeBron's world. You know it was King saying? James time, innit? it was King yeah, King James. yeah. So for them to kind of work together, and and it was crazy because there's one part of it where like he goes, oh, I'm gonna run through Gasol. Like, yeah, like, everyone's oh, like, like shut up, man. You're not. That's, your, like, that's your that's teammate, your bro. That's like your brother. You're that. not going to do that. <laughs> when he did that, like, I think even LeBron was like, damn. Like, what? Yeah. Oh, snap. Yeah, man. But it's worth to watch. If you haven't seen it, definitely do. Because it. I was, I'd was. i been looking forward to it, watching it with the wife. We both loved it. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah, so what I'm trying to take the point from that is that Europeans, they come into it, man. They're doing their thing. And I think a European, like you said, I'm, I'm backing on you as well. I think... Uh, a European will win the MVP, but I still feel Luca will do his thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm with you for sure. So, yeah, man, an interesting season. Uh, I'm just seeing there's, like, a lot of drama happening in this Tottenham game. Do you see what happened? With the, like, a goal got disallowed. I think it's K- I think Kane scored in the last, last second. Yeah, 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 Kane. Goal got like, disallowed. It popped Conte off. Conte gets red-carded. <laughs> yeah, wait, Conte, have you not... Do you know what? Have you seen that um, him and Tuchel that the game last season? Uh, yeah, when they had the whole like the handshake situation, yeah, well, it I love that. Like you said, like, that handshake was like, "What you think? What you think you're a bad man?" Like, yeah, come meet me outside. <laughs> it's so interesting. He's a bit of a hothead, but he's Italian, so we expect that. So kind of fiery, 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 fiery man. Oh, yeah, man. This season's gonna be elite indeed. It is, man. Yeah, we got World Cup coming soon. Obviously, two, three games as you mentioned to the World Cup. Um. So we'll we'll talk more about the World Cup for sure in the coming coming weeks, um, and then we'll obviously like talk more during the World Cup and stuff like that. Uh, I don't know if there's a World Cup fantasy, but if there is, I reckon Ooh, we should I start to a jump league. on that. Yeah, we'll start a league. We'll invite the other podcasts and uh, get a little competition going for for World Cup fantasy. Maybe who knows? I hear that. But um, it's been another exciting episode. Obviously, the of the aggregate score of myself, Ayot, and Elijah. Um, it's been good talking to you, bro. We've have, we've uh, yeah, we've enjoyed. We've gone through quite a lot. <laughs> yeah, we've gone through quite a lot. This is episode forty three, by the way, we are uh, we're getting through these until we get to fifty at some point. I hear um, that, man. We approaching. We fast approaching. Hundred percent. But yeah, man. More NBA to come. Obviously, the the league has just started, so we're gonna talk more and more and more. And the NFL is kind of at the midweek point. People are getting or mid midway point. People are getting like by weeks now. So that's gonna heat up soon as well. Um, and obviously with the football. We got a World Cup to talk about, so that's gonna be very fun going forward as well. So much, much more to discuss, much more to 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 deliberate and, and dissect. So that's gonna be an interesting uh, coming few weeks, man. So I look forward to it with you, sir. But it's been a pleasure talking to you as always. Yeah, um, yeah, man. We're gonna. Do, do we have anything to plug or anything to like shout out for this episode? I don't know if we got. Um, nah. Just really, just keep following us and let us know if there's anything. Um. We need to talk about like as in anything fast approaching. So I try and put some quizzes as well. But yeah, yeah interacting with you guys like online, I hear that. We'll keep that going. That is the plan. Aggregate underscore score and everything. Follow us on all the, all the socials: Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. It's, it's all there. Uh, and uh, yeah, man. As we as we mentioned last week, something happens with the with the super with the Super Bowl. So watch this space for that as well. Indeed, indeed. That we do. That's that's gonna be the recurring news and note. It's, it's a, watch this space. Something will happen. <laughs> Definitely. But um, yeah, man, been a pleasure talking to you, sir. Uh, I guess we'll 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 do this again in a week or so, shall we? Yeah, bro. In a in a <laughs> bit, bro. All right, man. Peace. All right, take care, bro.